Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Welcome back to the Everyday Saturday Podcast. Sam Crowley here. Let's dive right into thoughts. Hold a thought in your mind. I want to talk about that, about holding that thought in your mind. No matter where you are, nobody can control what you think. And it's so powerful because if you can hold a thought in your mind soon, you'll be holding the result of that in your hand, whatever that is that you're thinking about. And I promise you, I mean, I've done this before. It was 20 years ago that I remember thinking about, you know, I was a stressed out guy sitting in a cubicle, just looking out the window, like a fish in a fishbowl. <laughs> you know, a guy I used to know in car sales, uh, Bob, back in Buffalo, New York, described it best one time. He hated car sales. Some people love car sales, like uh, my client Mike loves it, very good at it, lives for it, but he's very good at it. And he also teaches people how to be the best version of themselves. So shout out to Mike Paul. You'll be hearing from him later down the road on the Everyday Saturday show. But some people are very good at car sales. They love it. They live for it. And they're amazing. Uh, This guy, Bob, wasn't. (laughs) He used to tell me it was like being a fish in a fishbowl. And he would just look out and he would just pretend that he was that fish just looking out. And that was me in a cubicle. So I guess the moral of that would be if you hate what you do, yeah, you're going to feel like a fish in a fishbowl. Uh, when I was, you know, I had reached the end, I believe um, the life expectancy of my corporate career was probably around 13 years. And I left after 15. And I think had I left after 13, it probably would have been A, on better terms. B, I might be waxing a little bit more nostalgic about it. I mean, heck, if I left after 10, I definitely know I would be. Um, but the point of that would be when I was sitting in that cubicle, I used to hold a thought in my mind about being a public speaker. And what's wild, and this is where your dream comes in, is what's so crazy, like a thought you have right now that you think, yeah, you know what, that's just dumb. Well, it's not dumb. It's in your mind for a reason. And I'm telling you that because in my mind, it was, uh, you know, I was a stuttering fool who, you know, just talked just like a maniac, you know, talked. If you think I talk fast now, you should have heard me back then. And if you think I can't put a coherent thought together now, you should have heard me back then. Okay, I always tell people I sounded like Porky Pig on a meth trip, and that's not far from the truth. But I held this thought in my mind that I want to be on a stage. I want to be a speaker, you know? And I held that thought in my mind. I didn't do anything about it for a while because I was scared out of my mind. I was like a kitty in a lightning storm just thinking, oh, my God, what would I ever talk about? Who would ever want to listen to me? I've got nothing going on. I'm just a, I wasn't even a dad at that point. I was just been married a few years, living in Ohio, you know, kind of just doing the same, same thing. Everybody, and that's when it struck me. That's why nobody would want to listen to me because I'm just doing and speaking about the same thing that everybody else is doing and talking about the same thing everybody else is talking about. And then it clicked. I need to get into the interesting business. 
I need to become interesting. I need to create an interesting story. So I held that thought in my mind. I said, someday, one day, if I can learn how to tell a story, I'm going to be on a stage. Now, I never in a million years dreamed that it would be on a stage with a Tony Robbins or a Bob Proctor or Les Brown or something like that. Never did I think people would be flying me to Vancouver, British Columbia, and then sending a limo for me to take me to the airport so I can go speak in L.A. with Robert Kiyosaki. I mean, that is the stuff. That's crazy town right there. But it happened. I mean, everything I just described is true. Um, I remember uh, my buddy Colin had an event in Vancouver. I'd never been to Vancouver, British Columbia. And it was kind of tricky because our daughter, Susan, had only been home from the hospital a couple months. She was still on a ventilator. I asked my wife, I said, honey, look, are you sure? Because, I mean, Vancouver, I've never been there, but I'm looking at this thing on a map. It, it doesn't look like there's a quick way to get there. And, oh, by the way, there isn't from Ohio. It is a cross-country flight to L.A., three-hour layover, and then a three-hour flight from L.A. to Vancouver. Like, good night. I didn't get into Vancouver till midnight local time, which is Pacific time, which is three in the morning. I think I was almost up 24 hours because I was at a New Kids on the Block concert the night before. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, I brought my daughter Madeline, and it was Nelly, New Kids on the Block, and TLC. How about that for a lineup? And so I didn't even get home till midnight. You know me, I go to bed at 9 o'clock at night. Anywho, the point of the story is Colin was so super-duper nice. He had me be the very first speaker of the whole event, so I got on stage at 10 in the morning, kicked it off, and then I was. Uh, he goes, hey, I got a limo for you. It puts me in the stretch limo, sends me to the Vancouver airport, Go from Vancouver to L.A. That was about a three-hour flight. Much better, though. It was in the afternoon. A beautiful flight. I mean, just a beautiful flight. Land in L.A. and then ended up speaking at an event with Robert Kiyosaki. I mean, pinch me, right? I mean, this is a guy whose book got my whole dream started, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I had an opportunity to speak with him and take a photo with him. And I know he gets a million photos. It's not, you know, hey, I'm Sam Crowley, rah, you know. But I wanted to just say, hey, man, thank you. You got me interested in being an entrepreneur. And look at me now. Look, Ma, I made it. So I held that thought in my mind, and now I'm holding a microphone in my hand as I podcast. I'm in my office. Uh, I don't have the everyday Saturday iPhone right now because the mic's not working, so I've committed to doing two podcasts a day in my office uh, to make up for the gap last week where I didn't have access to the... And I just kind of took a break anyway. I talked about this yesterday, but I held that thought in my mind. Now I'm holding a microphone in my hand. You see how that works? Let me tell you how it's never going to work out for you if you don't hold the thought in your mind because you have this, you know this hang up about who you should be or who you should sound like or who you should look like or who you should, you know, model out there and you're not as good as them and they got a bigger following and, and you start this comparison game and the only buddy, only person that loses is you and your dream. And you start blaming things like, oh, it's this and that. You know, you start playing the blame game. Inside the word blame is lame. Okay, so when you start blaming people and blaming events, but look, we all have got tragedy in our lives. I'm not saying that mine is any worse than yours or any better than yours. It's just, it's what happened in your life. But the good news is that's in the past. And if you allow that to shape you and shape your message and allow that to be part of your story, oh boy, you're cooking with gas, as we say back in Western Pennsylvania. You are cooking with gas. And that means that you have now added fuel to this amazing fire. The fire began with a spark in your mind, which was the thought, okay? So what are you thinking about? There's something that occupies your mind when you're driving. Maybe it's to and from the grocery store, to or from work. Maybe you're on the treadmill. Maybe you're going for a walk. What thoughts occupy your mind? There's something that's taking up space. It's not just like there's nothing happening in your mind. What are you thinking about? When you allow yourself to dream, what thought are you holding in your mind? That's a big, 
deal. And if you're present enough to understand what that thought is, now you can start to act upon that and take even the smallest action. So for me, it was simply hosting more meetings in the office to get good at public speaking. Hey, we always needed sales managers to run meetings. So it'd be like, hey, Sam, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I wanted to get better at just getting up in front of people. I could not possibly care less what I talked about. Most of the stuff I talked about was just boring sales speak, but that wasn't a point. The point was to get used to talking when there was a room full of people there because I held that thought in my mind that soon there was going to be a room full of people there to see me for whatever brand. I had no idea. It'd be called every day Saturday. It was just nothing. It was just like, hey, Sam Crowley. But I knew that if I got that experience, I would be less intimidated And then when I finally did get asked to give my very first speech to the Kenwood Country Club here in Cincinnati, Ohio, back in 2006, I wasn't as intimidated. I was nervous, very, very nervous, sweating profusely, but I wasn't as nervous. I would never even taken the stage had I not prepped myself, had I not had that thought in my mind. Had I Look, guys, we're talking a period of four to five years before I ever spoke on a stage where it wasn't already built in like something at work where they had me speak. So it didn't happen overnight. I didn't need it to happen overnight. Had it actually happened overnight, I would have never become any kind of a success because I would have bombed. And I know a lot of people want success to happen quickly, and success for most people is money. Well, if you aren't able to be a good steward of a couple bucks here or there that you make on the internet or coaching somebody, you'll never learn how to manage the bigger money out there. And it's just true. It's just a fact. It's just, that's a fact. Like before I ever was doing 10, 20, $50,000 programs, I was charging $1,000 and I, I could barely even get the gumption to ask for that for eight to 12 weeks of coaching. You know, and it's just, it had to start somewhere and it starts at a lower level. So you can gain that experience. You can gain that wisdom. You can charge money for your intellectual property and you can tell a story and you can speak. You can do all of that, but you can't do any of it if you don't hold that thought in your mind and you allow that thought to just move you. Because a lot of speakers out there don't have the power inside of them to move people. And you know why? It's because they never really believed in what they were talking about. They're trying to sound like somebody else or teach about a topic that they think people want to hear, not a topic that is near and dear to their heart and just allow the organic message to get out there and land upon the people who need to hear it. That's what this podcast is. It's an organic message that I do regularly to make sure that it resonates with you so it inspires you, that you can keep going because I know when you're ready to work together one-on-one, I'm going to be the individual whose calendar you book a call on because you trust me because I've been the one giving away the quality content for the last 15 years. You can do the exact same thing, but it begins with a thought. So do this. Hold the thought in your mind and then start taking just small actions around it. You know, for me, it was hosting meetings here or there, learning a little bit, recording my voice, listening back, hating how I sounded, listening to it again, trying to get better, you know, and here we are. And I still love it. I'm still, I'm more of a student today than I was 20 years ago. Do that. Thoughts will become things, okay? When you hold the thought in your mind, soon you will be holding your dream in your hand. I promise you that much, all right? So let's do it together. Let's think together, let's dream together, and let's get to that every day of Saturday life together. And, oh, yeah, have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you 
find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Every Day is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Every Day Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Every Day is Saturday podcast.